You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. You love them, you hate them, and you can't stop talking about them. Announcers, analysts, pundits, they're all fair game. It's Sports Media Payhem with Alex Reamer. Time to let it rip. Uh, Tony Dungy was uh, calling the Patriots this past Thursday night. And uh, reveling in uh, well, reveling in their defeat and excusing the officials, and uh, but that's not the worst part about Tony Dungy. The worst part about him, and we re-up these articles all the time whenever uh, Sunday Night Football comes on, are some of his past stances against same-sex rights. Michael Sam saying he wouldn't draft Michael Sam either. But I am wondering why does Tony Dungy's commentary? Because I think we all agree that people shouldn't be fired or reprimanded for their political views or personal views on some topics. So why does t- Tony Dungy's commentary? cross the line in your mind (laughs) well one of the things that you said there i think is part of it for me i am also a a a football official i I worked college football i i decided to stop doing that i just do high school and tony dungy's uneducated unabashed hatred for officials and his constant targeting of officials in his commentary and his attacks uh, real shows I, i i think a man of poor character. I don't know what happened when he was a coach with officials, but he hates officials, hates them. And I, I just, I, it, that, that <clears throat> sticks in my craw. I just don't like him as a person, but it was 16 years ago, this man raised tens of thousands of dollars to fight against same sex marriage. And I understand that 16 years ago, society was different. But over the last 16 years, Tony Dungy has done nothing to answer to that. And as I have asked NBC, as I ask other people, if Tony Dungy were a white man and raised money to oppose interracial Interracial marriage, he would not be commentating on NBC. He wouldn't be commentating anywhere except maybe Breitbart. (laughs) So that's what I, I just keep asking. Has his position changed? And I want NBC to say, yeah, we don't care that he did that. Um, and, and and yeah, we treat homophobia completely different from racism. Um, we, we, would, we, would, we would disavow him if he did that. I want people to own up to their decisions because he's made a choice. Every time he's opened his mouth about this topic, it's been negative. And he is lauded as this hero uh, of 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 players and underprivileged people. Um, well, at the same time, he was telling teams to not draft Michael Sam. He was telling them to hire the dog murderer Michael Vick, who was also being followed by TV cameras for a documentary series. So he is just, he's hypocritical. Uh, he has been a damaging influence, I think, in the NFL on the issue of homosexuality. And I've just, I want him and NBC and the NFL to answer to it. And they've so far just have refused every request I've made. Because they and don't want to talk about it. 
Yeah, and your point about him, you know, never everything going, you know, everything going wrongly whenever he speaks about this is true. Because just last year, John Gruden, I was rereading an article I wrote, I wrote at the time, he defended John Gruden after these, you know, homophobic emails were unearthed saying, you know, we should all move on like the team has. Gruden, of course, was fired shortly thereafter. But yeah, just no, seems like he's made no evolution on this topic. And it's hard because for years I have talked about how inclusive the NFL is at its core. And I really believe that it is. I think that we see it with Carl Nassib, who was uh, warmly received with the Raiders. Another team went and signed him. Uh, and, and I think that that the NFL is largely inclusive. But having Tony Dungy as one of the faces of the league, and I understand He's the, one of the faces of the of NBC, but in in being that, he's one of the faces of the league. And Retired now football is the highest rated show on TV. Yeah, uh, of course, on all television. Right. And now, uh, uh, so they have my cause, my cleats this week, and every year I look to see what causes these players are choosing. And yet again, a player, Christian Roseboom, with the Rams, has selected Fellowship of Christian Athletes which bars LGBT people from leadership uh, and, and speaks out openly against homosexuality. And here we go again, like the league and the Rams are allowing him to do that. When if somebody barred black people from leadership, there is zero chance that would be allowed. Right. So it's just, again, this, this double standard, Again, asserting that homophobia and racism have different histories in our country, it's still, it's just not right. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So, so do you think though that um, being a proponent of same-sex marriage is a necessary prerequisite when it comes to holding a high-profile media position, sports media position? No, but I think that speaking out against it and raising tens of thousands of dollars to fight against it. Yeah, I, I think you need to answer questions about that. I think you and your employer need to answer questions about that. I, I listen. I've, I I have I have said for years. I I have friends who are progressive liberals. I have friends who are far right conservative. I mean, you're friends with Richard Grinnell. We can say oh, yeah. on the show. I get accused of being both of those things by each one of the uh, sides. I I try to keep a pretty open mind, but when you are as outwardly anti-gay as Tony Dungy has been over his career. I, yeah, I want, I want more answers and I want his employer to tell me, uh, yes, we don't care that he opposed same sex marriage, but we would have cared if he's, if he opposed interracial marriage. I want them to say this. Have you asked, I know you're working on a calm now, but have you asked NBC about this previously over the years? I've asked them again. I, I've, yes, I have in the past. They, they've never responded. So <laughs> we'll see. 
We'll keep an eye on it. Next time he speaks about anything outside of the uh, X's and O's, Tony Dungy, as you said, bad things typically happen. The last thing I want to hit on you here uh, with you here, Sid, is the World Cup. A lot of talk about the coverage heading into it. We both uh, have corresponded with uh, Nas Muhammad, a, a gay Qatari who's been very outspoken about a lot of the coverage heading into the World Cup, how it focused on the plight, the potential plight of LGBT visitors and not native LGBT Qataris. So now that we're about a week into the event, uh, what's your opinion on the coverage of this issue? Because it certainly has been, a, well, I think, if not the number one story, pretty damn close to it. Well, the number one story of, of every sporting event is the sporting event, well, uh, right. with, with very rare exceptions. And it should be. These, these guys have worked so hard to get to where they are. This is the culmination of, for some of them, eight years of work. So uh, I appreciate the need for, for that to say, take center stage. And it's one of the reasons that I really... There was somebody who ran across the field in the middle of a match with a rainbow flag. Right. I am so against that. For those 90 minutes, just shut up and, and watch the game. And, and, and let, the, let the players take center stage for those 90 minutes. And then we can talk about it you know, for the rest of the time, which I've appreciated that we have. People have shown up with rainbow flags. Um, you just had somebody from uh, 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 a sports minister from the UK show up with a rainbow flag sitting there in the stands. He's been told not to do it. He did it anyway. So I think those I think those moments are are really good to talk about. And uh, unfortunately, I don't think it moves the needle much in places like Qatar or no, Iran. I don't think so. Uh, but but it doesn't mean that we don't keep trying because eventually these laws will change eventually they will stop killing people or imprisoning people for being gay and i think moments like this you know maybe it does move the needle a little bit um, but what it does is it gives some of those lgbt people in those countries a, 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 some sense of hope and some sense that they're not alone in the world because right. they may feel very alone yeah. where they are in those countries but there are others out there like them and i and i i think that's part of the, that's that's the big point to give those people some hope right and that was one of the most striking things i found when i was talking to uh, nas last week um you know he's like there's no such thing as an lgbtq community in qatar like it doesn't exist when he was applying for asylum he had to there's no record of LGBTQ people in Qatar. Like, so that's the, it's just so hard for us to even conceptualize that. Yeah. There is just no community there. Cause I mean, coming out is very dangerous. It's how we felt as kids, certainly how I felt as a kid growing up in the eighties. Um, you know, the only, the only thing I knew about gay people was that they were dying from AIDS. That's, <laughs> that was you know, my only understanding of being gay. And so yeah, I, I I know how those people feel, and and these messages that hopefully are breaking through to them give them some semblance of hope, and maybe some of them are, find the courage and the and the power to organize, and maybe they start fighting for rights because ultimately that's how these things change. People within the country have to do this, have to do the fight, and and you know some of them like in the United States they got to get arrested, but at some point there's a critical mass and things change. Sid Ziegler from Outsports. Sid, always interesting. Thanks for coming on. Thank you.